That's very interesting. I wonder what, like, they had to have submitted something for Encanto. I wonder what they I, did. I think it was uh, uh, Mary Bell's, like, doesn't she have, like, a song? Mary like, Bell? Did y'all hear that? Mirabel? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My it's bad. Mira- My whiteness was showing. <laughs> I can't believe I said Mary Bell. <laughs> yeah, that's really embarrassing. Anyway, doesn't, doesn't she have, like, a song? Oh, did you fix it? Yeah, I fixed it. I fixed it. Okay, awesome. I still, I don't think we devoted enough time to talking about how we both wore tie-dye t-shirts unplanned to this. So cute. You should take maybe a little screen grab. We'll have to get a picture. Yeah. Yeah. I actually purchased this today. Oh, I saw Nick's comment on your Instagram post and he said, new shirt, soft launch. That was funny, Nick. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i did i said two for one because i got this shirt today when i went to target and then the striped shirt i was wearing i got from zara with him yesterday it's a really oh, nice like that thick is a nice shirt. it looks thick i'm looking at it right now thank you yeah Hot. The, yep yep um anyway can i actually like tell Wait. a quick story what i love that your dad says love this dot, i know dot, he dot. made it <laughs> ominous with the ellipsis love this me and morgan like, uh. were just talking about that how parents always put like ellipses at the end of their texts yeah it's a lot um <laughs> anyway can i tell a quick story about clothing actually is it trader joe's story type no shit, no no, or no. i'll, make it, I'll make it quick okay so before target today i okay so Obviously, I'm moving in a month and mm-hmm. I'm doing another round of like, I want to get rid of clothes I don't wear slash don't fit me anymore. So mm-hmm. a few days ago, I just I did that. I like went through everything. What doesn't fit me? Blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking this is a lot of clothes instead of like just donating them all like I did the last time I did this. Is there a way I could like try and make money? And sure enough, there's a there's a line, a line, a chain of consignment shops called Uptown Cheapskate. I don't know if you've heard of them. Apparently, they're nationwide. but they buy clothes and I called the location near well it's not really that near it's like 25 minutes away but I called them (laughs) and they're like yeah we're buying men's clothes all styles uh just give them a fresh launder and we'll inspect them when you bring them in so I brought them in earlier and Mm -hmm. like a lot I brought a whole hamper and then like a paper bag (laughs) um so I brought them in and they were like okay we'll just give us like 20 minutes just hang around the store we'll look at your items and determine uh what we want to keep (laughs) and i should mention after i dropped them off a woman had just finished like she just got her her cash offer Mm -hmm. and she was asking why didn't you take these things and i heard one of the clerks say well we only take items that are two years old max like they have to be less than two years old and if we can't determine how old they are based on the tag i didn't know you could determine how old clothes are based on something on the tag but anyway she's like if we can't determine it we're just not going to take it. And I was like, okay, they did not mention this on the phone, but whatever. So 20 minutes later, when they were done sorting and, and going through my stuff, they only they offered me $50 anything? cash oh. for like a few, a few items. I would say uh, like maybe 30% of my items that I brought in. But meanwhile, when I was trying to kill time in the store, looking through the men's section, 100 percent. Oh. there's a bunch of shit be that's ugly way shit. older than two yes. years and so, i guess that's that's probably because like that stuff that people donated maybe like eight years ago and they just never sold but doesn't that defeat the purpose of like oh we only take things that are two years or younger so let me ask you have you ever been to a plato's closet 
I have, but it was a long time ago. It's something because I feel yeah. like this is the universal experience with Plato Cla- Plato's closet, where like you roll up with like decently nice clothes, and they'll just yeah. tell you your shit is old or out of style or I, ugly. Yeah, and then they won't give you any money for it. And then you'll go shopping and you're like, what is like, what did they take that they didn't take my clothes, but they like are selling this ugly shit. I know I brought a bunch of nice shit, like a bunch nice sweaters and pants that I just don't wear anymore. And yeah, I was like, what the fuck? And so I was like, okay, well, is there a goodwill around here? Cause I, my effort was done at that point. And they said, yeah, it's like five minutes away. So I stopped at target to get a, other things, but also like garbage oh, bags. So you so I bought can, more clothes. <laughs> I got a t-shirt, a pair of shorts. Okay. Calm down mm-hmm. anyway. Um, but I got garbage bags to put the clothes in so I could drop them off a goodwill. And that's when I was like going through what they didn't take. And I was like, what the fuck was their rationale? Cause I had, le- I know for a fact I had pants, specifically trousers that were less than two years old that just don't fit me anymore. Barely used. They did not take those. I had two <laughs> long sleeve t-shirts that I had got at Target previously. One was yellow, one was green. They took the yellow one, but not the exact same one in green. What the <laughs> fuck? So I, I'm never going to that chain of stores again in protest. Um, and also wow. Goodwill doesn't take donations on Monday. So now I just have garbage bags Wait, of clothes what? in my trunk. Oh. Why not on Mondays? Well, it's so random. The one I went to didn't. So it was just not a great day, except for the fact that I got this tie-dye shirt. Well, Woo! I'm glad your tie-dye shirt made your day better. <laughs> it is a cute shirt. So <laughs> anyway, how are you? It's Good. your birthday very soon. <laughs> yes, tomorrow. It's. It doesn't feel like it's my birthday almost. I don't know. I usually get excited because, you know, I like me, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I got a new well, tattoo yesterday. Special. Oh yes, what is it? it? Was it your birthday present to yourself? Oh, it's on the hip. Oh, it's flowers. That's cute. Yeah, isn't it cute? I actually drew this. You drew that? Like Yeah. You gave I them drew, a picture? I drew it on my iPad and then I emailed it to the tattoo artist. That's cute. Was it Lennox? Mhm. I love how over the duration of this podcast, you've gotten now three tattoos by Lennox. You know, what's funny <laughs> is I was thinking about it today and I was like, I went through a period where like I got, um, I got my first tattoo when I was like 19 or 20. And then I got like two more, like pretty close after that. And then I, the last time before like July of 2021, I had gotten a tattoo was 2018. So I went through like a, a really long time without getting any tattoos. And then after July, I was like, shit. You're like, shit, I'm vaxxed. I was like, Let's I'm going to fuck it up. Let's go. Let's get tatted. I love that. I'm trying well, to think. So I got one, two, three. I've gotten four tattoos in like less than a year. Wait, no, that's a lie. One, two, three. Yeah, four tattoos. Wow. I've gotten zero. I'm like tatted. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, anyway, it is your birthday in a little over three hours. I consider birthdays as starting at 12 a.m. and ending at 11.59 p.m. As they so should. It's expect a happy day. birthday from me in three hours and 12 minutes. I'm, I might be asleep. <laughs> okay, well, it'll be midnight my time. So 11 p.m. for you. Does that oh, count? Oh, that's I'm true. I might be awake. I might it. be awake. I think I'm going to watch Rogue One tonight. Ah, well, that's like two and a half that's hours. Like my, so. Yeah, that's like my, <laughs> my like you you know that's the movie I watch when I want to like which ironically it's when I want to be in a good mood because I love that movie so much even though it's like really sad but mm-hmm. you know if I need like okay. a pick-me-up I'm like I'll watch Rogue One <laughs> she's gonna watch Rogue One on February 1 it probably won't end Ooh. until one in the morning 
Wow. Also, speaking of weird parallel dates, we're having it again because this is season two, episode 21. Oh, fuck. I forgot. We're recording on a Monday. If we recorded tomorrow, oh, we would have been sorry. recording on 2-1. Anyway, so yeah, we're recording on a Monday today, folks. Um, I feel like I don't have a lot, but you have a lot on your side, which I'm excited. Okay. About. You know, what's funny is when I started putting stuff in this um, document, I was like, damn, nothing happened this week. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yeah, we have some stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, really quick. Can what? we pause for a second? Cause I want to plug in my iPad so I can, uh, I just realized I need to charge it. <laughs> wait, you're going to watch it on your iPad. Yeah. Because my TV is too far away from my bed. Oh, Lord. She lives in a studio apartment, everybody. The bed is facing the TV. <laughs> okay, but the TV is so small that it's like I can't see anything. Get a fucking bed. bigger one. We've talked about I this. I am. I'm moving in like two months. Why would I get a bigger TV now <laughs> when I could just wait until I'm in my new That's apartment? Point. Or you could be like <laughs> Zach Maynard and buy a bigger TV and just leave it in the bedroom in your mom's house until you're ready to move. <laughs> wait, <laughs> you she- just bought another TV? I thought I told you this. Bigger I, than the one that you own currently? That one's Oh, this was huge. this was like a month ago. So oh my God. yeah, I got jealous because my mom got herself a new TV for Christmas and I was <laughs> going to take her old TV, but then she was like, oh, it's not 4K. And I was like, oh, I want a 4K TV. So yeah. I got jealous and I went and got my own TV and I got it because I was paranoid that like the, the, the post Christmas deal wasn't going to last. So I just yeah. bought it and I was like, can I keep it in the bedroom for now? <laughs> so yeah, I got a 65 inch 4K waiting for Damn. me for the new apartment. That's why I had to buy a new entertainment stand because oh, you told one, me about the entertainment stand, but you didn't tell yeah, me about the TV. The current one will not fit the new TV. So yeah, we're oh, making moves. You're so fancy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, should we get started now? <laughs> yeah, we've been talking for like almost 15 minutes. That's okay. That's fine. Um, okay. So news. First news story. Big news story last week. Justice yes. Stephen Breyer is retiring from the Supreme Court. He is one of the three remaining liberal justices, and he's been on the court for 27 years. And this allows Biden to appoint a successor who obviously could serve for a long time and maintain that 6-3 split amongst the Mm -hmm. conservative liberal justices. Um, Obviously, a lot of people have been like, Breyer makes sense to retire. Ah, that rhymed. Uh, (laughs) It makes sense for him to retire because he's the oldest He's the court's oldest member. And we don't know if the Democrats are going to hold are going to hold on to the House. Exactly. And the Senate. <laughs> so but of course, uh, the fucking GOP is already like formulating their plan to hold this hold this appointee up, whoever it's going to be. Although Biden. He OK, did, what? Oh, I was going to say, even though they rushed the fuck out of replacing. Exactly. Oh, yeah, funny. it's fucking bullshit. Like like. RBG, she died, and they were like, "She literally." Died, All right, yeah. we need to hop said, it, hmm. skip it. Yes, very sad. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we'll see. But Biden has said that he is going to fulfill his campaign promise to appoint a black woman. So they'll be the first black woman on the Supreme Court if all is successful. And apparently, uh, they're going to be meeting with people this week already. Uh, oh. Well, the staff, his staff is going to be meeting with people this week. And then oh. the final candidates, Biden will talk to face to face. But I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of next month, we the Biden campaign announces who their appointee is. So making moves Very in the court. Exciting. I mean, it doesn't really like 
that is exciting like to have a black woman on the supreme court but yeah. it doesn't as far as decisions do anything go, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah um, that's true although i will say that um the woman who trump picked what is her name amy coney barrett yeah um she's made some unexpected decisions so yeah we've talked about that before like we can well no we don't have to I applaud mean, guess, that we can no, acknowledge no, not, it <laughs> yeah i mean also though like they the uh supreme court justices aren't really supposed to have a political affiliation so it's like you really can't say but okay, you know you can guess bullshit like i mean yes they do. but <laughs> right of course they do but it's kind of like you know sometimes maybe they will go the unexpected route but yeah I'm I'm curious. Did this add anything to your social media plate last week? Um, actually, no. Uh, oh. not for me. Um, my colleague does actually more of our social media than I do, but um, oh. I don't think we honestly like said too much about it. Um, because it's kind of like, sure, he's retiring, but Just we don't unimportant, like you know. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not unimportant, but it's like, <laughs> you know. I'm sure it'll it'll be bigger news later on once we figure out who Biden's going to nominate. So yes. All right. Well, moving on. We'll find out more later. <laughs> uh, speaking of Biden, last week on the same day he was scheduled to visit Pittsburgh to talk about infrastructure, a bridge collapsed in Pittsburgh, leaving about a dozen injured. Oh, that's ironic. Glad no one was killed, but yeah, I just had to include that because I was like, that was the greatest irony. Um, <laughs> And it goes to show that, yeah, maybe we should have done something about the infrastructure bill or earlier. I was being like right. held the fuck up for the longest time. Seriously. Um, and the, but the sad thing about sad slash scary is like, yeah, now we have that infrastructure bill, but also it takes time, you know, <laughs> to, to reconstruct, rehabilitate uh, infrastructure such as bridges. And right. um, this is something that should have happened a while ago because a lot of bridges across this country are past their prime, like literally past their their date of how long they're supposed to last. And in oh fact, the reason God. why I think about this is because the Bay Bridge, which is one of the tallest bridges in the US, it's five miles long. It's scary as shit. It goes over the Chesapeake Bay and I have to ride on it every time I go to and from my mom's house. Thank you, mom, for moving to the other side. Thank you, mom. Shore, um, Because I hate that bridge. And so it's actually two bridges. It's it's one way, it's one bridge, and coming back, it's another. So the bridge going eastbound was built in the 50s, and it is definitely past the prime. And that is a yeah. dangerous bridge to be. It, it's high. Like, that shit is, like, <sighs> 200 feet off of the water. Um, that is very scary. The westbound bridge was built in the 70s, so, like, we're getting there, but it's not quite at the expiration date yet. But it's just concerning because even with this infrastructure bill, the new they're building a new bridge quote unquote won't be done until 2050 oh my god <laughs> that's how long it takes to build bridges granted that's a bit of a longer one than most but it's concerning so this is just a public service reminder yeah. to keep an eye out for those faulty <laughs> bridges okay um anyway moving on one last story for news, a little bit more lighthearted. Well, no, it's still kind of sad. So the Winter Olympics are starting in three days in Beijing. Yes, sir. Um, do you recall the famous oiled up Tongan flag bearer? He goes to the opening flag ceremonies and he's Stop, wait, shirtless. I do. Yeah, he's shirtless <laughs> and he has like oil rubbed all over his body. And of course, everyone thinks he's like a thirst trap. He's been to 
every Olympics for the flag bearing since I believe London in 2016. Uh, well, sadly, <laughs> he is not going to be the flag bearer <gasps> for this opening ceremony. Are you kidding? Well, because so his name is Pita Tafatafua, and <laughs> he's decided to withdraw from the Beijing Winter Olympic Games to focus on providing wow. aid to Tonga after oh, a tsunami devastated nice. the island earlier this month, as we might have heard about. He said, mm-hmm. right now, my focus is on making sure that we can help with we can help Tonga rebuild. Okay, That's damn, so that is sweet. Hot and sweet. Do you think I'm he rubs oil that. on himself when he's helping? He to probably does. Rubble? Like literally, he's that. every morning. Maybe he's like, "All right, time to rub that oil on my body." <laughs> <laughs> maybe someone else does it for him. Anyway, uh, that's all. Apply. <laughs> that's all. I, I, I'm in a loving relationship. I would not dare rub oil. Wow. Unless <laughs> I was getting paid for it, of course. <laughs> you hear that, Nick? And if I had Nick's consent. Um, but the great people of Tonga, they need someone to rub oil on. Uh, what's his name? I forgot. Peta. You forgot his name. Like you the just bread. Peta. Yeah, like the bread. Anyway. I'm done with news. Talk about music, please. How nice. Okay, we have a very exciting week for music. Okay, first, we don't talk about Bruno. (laughs) I'm obsessed with that song now. That's probably at least like 300 of my 1,000 songs that I've listened to this week. I love how Um, we both now listen to it (laughs) compared to last week. And well, I don't want to spoil it. You're going to talk about it later, but I just Mm -hmm. listened to it out of context. And I was like, why the fuck is everybody up on the song? It sounds okay. You have to, you have to watch it like with context because the visuals are great. But don't you think anyway, anyway, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you're done (laughs) anyway. This is very exciting because we don't talk about Bruno is number one on the hot 100, which is actually crazy. If you think about it, because last week's number one was easy on me by Adele, like a Disney song dethroned Adele. I feel like that's a little crazy. It did not go easy on her. (laughs) (laughs) But this is also exciting because it's Lin-Manuel Miranda's first number one on the hot 100. And this is the first Disney song to hit number one on the hot 100 this century. And I looked it up in the last time this happened was uh, a whole new world from aladdin which happened in the it was the cover right it was like the the cover that plays over the credits of aladdin i think Uh, i don't know anyway it doesn't matter i mean it was (laughs) a whole new world was the other song that made it to number one but those are the only two songs in all of disney animation that have made it to number one on the hot 100 so (gasps) that's pretty dope i think for a story that was like written by latinos a song written by a latino you know a, a a movie featuring all latino people that that's mm-hmm. pretty dope although this is an accomplishment I, I do have to say something i added my own little comment did you hear that disney did not submit this for best original song at the oscars they didn't think like they didn't think it would be that big so they because the submission period is over yeah. they didn't submit it so it's not even going to be a nominee for best original song that's very interesting. I wonder what, like, they had to have submitted something for Encanto. I wonder what they I, did. I think it was uh, uh, Mary Bell's, like, doesn't she have, like, a song? Mary like, Bell? Did y'all name? hear that? Mirabel? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My it's bad. Mira- My whiteness was showing. <laughs> I can't believe I said Mary Bell. <laughs> yeah, that's really embarrassing. Anyway, doesn't, doesn't she have, like, a song? 
Um, she does. Yeah, maybe yeah. they would have submitted that one. That's actually so funny though. This was unexpected. <laughs> they should have known though it was Lin Manuel Miranda. He was gonna pop off. <laughs> There's so. actually another song um on the soundtrack that I've been listening to like a little bit more than um we don't talk about Bruno. Um, it's called uh Dos Oruguitas, which means two ca- two caterpillars. Oh. It's very sweet, very beautiful. And this is the first song that Lin Manuel Miranda has written completely in Spanish. Oh, mm-hmm. work. Yeah. So if you haven't seen Encanto, and I'm going to tell you all to watch it because I watched it over the weekend and it was wonderful. Um, sorry, hold on. I have to get my dog. <laughs> uh. okay. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it when we're done recording. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm, ha- I'm happy for you. <laughs> it's like one of those songs where I'll listen to it and then I'll be done. And then I'm like, we don't talk about Bruno. And then I just hit play again. <laughs> Also, I just want to say, I just got a notification from the health app on my phone and it says your upcoming period, your period will start tomorrow. Thanks, <laughs> Apple. Fuck off. <laughs> that was fucking rude. At least now you know. on your birthday. Rough. Yeah. I know. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's keep talking music. Um, Kanye West <laughs> has confirmed that the sequel to his album Donda is coming out very soon. Um, like later called? this month, it's called Donda two. How original I know. Very special. And it's produced by uh future. So that's pretty cool. It looks like we're going to get it February 22nd, two, 22, 22. Oh, wow. And this is Donda two. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Lots of twos, angel numbers. <laughs> we're not going to listen to it. Wait, I want to look up what that oh. means. What Donda? No, what? No, what two, two, two angel number is like. <sighs> Oh, okay. oh, I've heard hope representative of balance, harmony, life choices, commitment, hmm. compromise, and trust. Hmm. Kanye's hurt. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Also, um, this is not anything related to Kanye, but <laughs> um, Billboard announced the honorees for the 2022 Women in Music Awards. And I just want to share a few of them because I love women. women are cool yeah doja cat is the 2022 powerhouse also i don't know what any of these awards mean i was gonna Um, say i was looking i was like what's the difference between game changer and trailblazer yeah i don't (laughs) think there's any like significance behind (laughs) these i honestly just think that they were like let's have like a giant pr ceremony about women and um Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's like really cool to honor women in music, but, um, yeah, these titles, I feel like are, uh, are just, uh, just titles, but, um, yeah, Doja Cat is the powerhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so Weedy got 2022 game changer. Summer Walker was the chart breaker and Phoebe Bridgers is the 2022 trailblazer. So, um, congrats, congrats to these women. <laughs> Congrats. It's like the version yeah. of sorry to this man. Congrats. To <laughs> Congrats to these women. <laughs> um, and also speaking of Doja Cat, uh, her song with SZA, Kiss Me More, entered the one billion club this week, officially Ooh. reaching a billion streams on Spotify. So congrats to these women as well. <laughs> Does she have any other songs past a billion? I feel like she should. Uh, I don't think so. I feel like this is probably her biggest hit. Wow, good for her. Good for both of them. Mm-hmm. Also, a random fact. All right, we're done with Bruno for now. You'll get to talk <laughs> about it again in a little bit. Um, a random side story. 
regarding SZA, I feel like in the past I've told you that Good Days is not my favorite. But <sighs> I watched this random video that a music critic made. It came up in my YouTube suggestions. And he was talking about like the messaging of the song. And I was like, wait, I like that. Like you're funny having hope for like good days ahead. Sometimes that is enough to like get you through the doldrums, but it wasn't like, it's not like super hammy about it. I like that. I like good days. Good day. (laughs) Yep. Good job. All right. (laughs) I was going to say something and I forgot. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I added that. Okay. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to like rob that from you. Anyway, no, it's fine. I'll All right. Talk about it later. Okay. Entertainment time. We're big on clapping. Okay. <laughs> so this just happened today. I don't know what it is with uh, game company acquisitions happening the day we record, but what's I, going on? So, okay. So there's been lots of acquisitions in the gaming space recently. We literally just talked about the Activision Blizzard acquisition like less than two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, which was huge. Microsoft purchased them for $68.5 billion. Uh, and everyone was wondering, okay, how is Sony going to respond to this? Sony is, of course, their biggest rival, uh, PlayStation they own versus Microsoft's Xbox. Uh, so people were like, how is Sony going to react to this acquisition? Well, they purchased Bungie today and they're the, the developers of the destiny series which is hugely popular and profitable uh mm. it's one of those like always online um, mmo type of game so it's like people oh, are always okay. coming back to it yes okay. they purchased that for 3.6 billion today and what makes this kind of like shady and brilliant on sony's behalf is that bungie has a very interesting history they started off making they created the halo games for microsoft they were a microsoft company <laughs> decades ago and then they went independent uh when they made the first destiny and then funny enough activision blizzard partnered with them which they were just bought by microsoft but uh bungie went independent once again and now they're at sony so they went from like microsoft and xbox and then plopped boop doop doop over to sony um so it's kind of, I don't want to call it shady on Sony's behalf, but it's kind of smart. To it's be like, like a little shady. Yeah. How can we, <laughs> a little how can petty. we like stick a stick a fork in Microsoft? Yeah. So good for them. It's interesting though, that there's all these acquisitions. Cause it's like, does this raise the question of like monopolizing the gaming industry to anybody? Like, are people well, concerned? Here's what I think is happening. Microsoft has this thing called Game Pass, which is kind of like a Netflix for games where uh, yeah. you don't have to you don't have to download the games. You can cloud stream them and it's a monthly rate. And what they've been doing for like the past couple of years is that even brand new ass games will be game pass like day one. So that's how they get people to sign up. And that's been growing in popularity. And that's why they've been acquiring studios to get that content. Um, So I think now a lot of big wigs in gaming want to piece that pie. So I would not be surprised if within the next year or so, Sony launches a similar thing. Um, so that's, what's happening. I believe is these acquisitions to try and build up content for like new gaming streaming services. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's that, uh, another piece of gaming news, actually Mm -hmm. Ubisoft is a publisher that has not been bought by anyone quite yet. (laughs) Um, and they've been, they've been 
waltzing into the world of NFTs lately. You and I are not fans of okay. NFTs. We are yeah. NF. We are not fans of this. That's what NFTs <laughs> stand for. <laughs> I just started using Twitter again and everybody it's, I, it's so annoying. That's all I have to say. Yeah. I'm over it. Okay. So they've been doing that and gamers in particular are not fans of NFTs for the most part. It's just stupid. So anyway, um, Ubisoft, uh, the CEO, he did an interview with an Australian website called Finder. Um, and he thinks that the blame for this is on us, the gamers, not them. He said, I think gamers don't get what a digital secondary market can bring to them. For now, because of the current situation and the context of NFTs, gamers really believe it's first destroying the planet and second, just a tool for speculation. But we at Ubisoft are seeing first is the end game. The end game is about giving players the opportunity to resell their items once they're finished with the game or they're finished playing with it themselves. So it's really for them, it's really beneficial. They just don't get it for now. And let's just remind everyone that telling the consumers they don't get something is That's not like a way. the number <laughs> one way to get hated on, to get absolutely just shitted on. Which he has been dealing with because that was just a ridiculous <laughs> interview. Um, I read the whole thing and I was like, what are you talking about, bro? It's just like grasping at straws at this point. And I am really worried that NFTs are going to become a thing because they seem every week it's like a new person or a new company is doing it. And I'm, I'm like, so over it. It's so uh, I don't get it. Cause I, I don't even get it. I, I yeah, I don't understand. I, I mean, I get it, but I don't get why most, okay. Like most consumers, I think hate it like us. <laughs> and yet each week more companies are doing it. So do they know something we don't? That's what I want to know. <laughs> You're on mute. <laughs> I know. That's why I started laughing. It's all about money, baby. Yep. What's Sherry doing now? She's just roaming around. So I keep muting so that you don't hear her going. <laughs> Does she know what lay down means? Yeah, but that doesn't mean she's going to keep doing it. <laughs> Damn, what a hoe. Maybe she like knows that a move is coming. So she's just trying to be a brat, like oh, a moody God. little teenager. Like, I don't want to move. Honestly, that's how <laughs> I behaved when my parents moved. So <laughs> I guess Makes this sense. is my punishment for that. Maybe. Anyway, I have one last story in entertainment. Not a lot of entertainment this week. Um, but <laughs> folks, we've got another one, another anti-vaxxer. Well, it's confusing. So Evangeline Lilly, otherwise known mm -hmm. as Wasp from the MCU, she made an Instagram post over the weekend and she claimed that she attended that anti-vax mandate rally in Washington, D.C. And I just want to read what the post says because it's ridiculous. Get ready to laugh. Please do. Please okay. do. Um, she says that she supports bodily sovereignty. <laughs> Sorry. I just think that's funny. Okay. This is the actual, this is okay. the actual post. This is not the way she wrote on Thursday. This is not safe. This is not healthy. This is not love. I understand the world is in fear, but I don't believe that answering the fear with force will fix our problems. I was pro-choice before COVID and I'm still pro-choice today. I believe nobody should ever be forced to inject their body with anything against their will under threat of violent attack, arrest, loss of employment, <laughs> homelessness, starvation, loss of education, alienation, excommunication. <laughs> Oh from God. society under any threat whatsoever. And one of the photos on her post was an unknown person, but probably an acquaintance of hers. 
they were holding up a sign that said "Vax Democrat for Medical Choice." Ah, stop! Give me a fucking break. So now we have anti-vax Democrats that are like, "I believe in choice." No, vax Democrats. (laughs) Okay, here's the thing that Evangeline Lilly and a lot of these idiots don't realize: a vaccine mandate does not mean the government is going to row you up in a pen, hold you down and stick a needle in your arm. It means you have the choice to be an idiot and not get vaccinated, but that means you cannot go to certain businesses. If you're a federal contractor, you cannot work for the government. You have that choice. Right. Like it's like the the gun people, how the gun people think that like any type of gun controls means the government is going to like break into their house and take their guns away from them. And it's like, why are y'all jumping to the absolute, like most craziest like thing? And it's like, nobody said that. Like nobody said that. And then you and I were texting about this when this came out. And I'm just like, moreover, like forgetting, well, we can't forget it, but like beyond just saying you're anti-vax as a public figure, like an actor in particular with projects coming up, like Ant-Man and the Wasp 3 is coming next year. Like she is starring in that. They're filming, but I just don't understand as a public figure, why the fuck would you want to come out and say that and jeopardize your whole career? Like, you know, that Hollywood is mostly progressive. Like, so, you know, you're probably going to get condemned for it from the fans and from people in the industry. So like what motivates her to be like, oh, now, now I'm going to like out myself. Also, does she not know like how her fellow Marvel star Letitia Wright has been like exactly? It's like are you not taking to finish her movie because she simply will not get vaccinated? I'm confused. I'm oh, I'm just over it. Like I really am over the anti-vaxxers. It's just straw man argument after straw man argument. Yeah. Um. Like I, I. I think I showed you this too. I was watching some random YouTube video covering this, this rally. And I saw someone with the sign that says unvaxxed lives matter. Like, give me a fucking break. I'm so over it. They act like their lives are at risk because they're not getting vaccinated. (laughs) It just, there's so much, there's layers of irony. It gives me a headache. There's so many layers. Anyway, I'm done with entertainment. That last part, not entertaining, maybe a little bit, but we're done. It's time for pop culture. Yes. Correct. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start with probably the best news that I've heard all day, all week, maybe, maybe even all month, to be honest. Wait, can you get closer to your mic before you tell me? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Queen Rihanna, bad gal Riri, if you will, mm-hmm. <laughs> is pregnant with her first child with boyfriend ASAP Rocky. Uh I love okay, first of all, I love them so much together. Um, they're so cute. Uh Asa Rocky's cute. I think he's cute. Oh, he has a nice face. Uh Rihanna's <laughs> obviously cute. She's Got a beautiful, nice face. Yeah. Incredibly gorgeous. And they're having a little BB, which is so happy. I mean, we're yep. never gonna get the album, but <laughs> yep, that's like I texted you today. So this, this means is worth music it. is still years away. Let's remind everyone it's been seven year since the last album now that we are in 2022 and that's a long time yeah we've been starving we're just <laughs> waiting to get fed so um easy seven years ago i was a sophomore in college i was a little baby freshman listening to oh freaking where, 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 where. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, that's happening. And speaking of new babies, Brenda Song and Macaulay Culkin also just had a baby and now they're apparently engaged. Didn't they haven't they like together. officially announced it, but <laughs> somebody saw them together and Brenda Song had a ring on her finger. So that's cute. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even know. Yeah, so good for them. Happy for what did what did I say before? Congratulations to these women. Congrats, I guess. Oh no, last week you were saying congrats, I guess. Congrats. I actually almost wrote congrats, I guess, but then I was like, yeah, I guess I'm happy for them. <laughs> okay, this is also something that I feel like we could that could be like a, oh sorry that could be like a discussion of some sort. I I'm like yeah okay. So for those of you who don't know, Kanye West recently claimed that he. Uh, is in possession of a second sex tape featuring his wife and her ex-boy, or ex-wife, soon-to-be ex-wife, and her ex-boyfriend, Ray J. If you don't know, Kim Kardashian rose to fame, mostly due to her sex tape leaking. Um, And apparently there's a second tape. And now after he said that, Kim's reps were like, that's not true. And now Ray J is like, that's not true but he's also like can we like please stop and like move on i he said this needs to stop i also have kids and so it's just very interesting the 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 topic of this um while also like both parties having children with different people and like this happened so many years ago and it's kind of like we're still like we're still doing this well it's funny that you said you think this is good for discussion because i think it's like like the book is shut on Kanye. That's absolutely despicable to even like threaten that, even if it's false. I just think saying like, hmm, I have an extra tape of you and like of something that happened 15 years ago. I think that's despicable. Right. And it's just right. like, I already don't like, like you. One sec, what Ugh. is he? Yeah. Like, what is he really trying to say by saying like, oh, I have this tape. It's like, okay, well, what are you, what are you really saying? Like, it's what? A, it's You're going to release thing. it? Like, And I yeah. don't mean that as a pun since one of his songs is called that. Okay. No, um, <laughs> no one was thinking that. <laughs> oh, I was. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, you did mean it as a pun. Okay. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. No. That's. I didn't even think about that. I was like, oh, can we just move on because they have kids and like they're different people now? But also, yeah. Like, why the fuck would you say that if you, if even if there was another tape, if you got that because at the time you felt like you didn't want that to get out because she was your wife and now that she's not your wife. And she's dating someone else, which, by the way, Kanye is also dating someone else. And like, Kim doesn't seem torn up about that. <laughs> He's a trash man. I don't like yeah, him. I, I'm sorry. I just can't get on this Kanye hype. I'm over him. Mm-hmm. Speaking of men who I'm over, <laughs> let's talk about this drama between Spotify, Joe Rogan, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, and now Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Okay, wait, quick question. Did you do what you did last week and put this in pop culture instead of music because it was quote unquote a moment. Yes. Because <laughs> I feel like, I feel like this is not music related. This is about podcasts. I don't know. All right. Let's just talk about it. I mean, it. this is a moment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about it. Okay. So a little bit of background for those of you who don't know, basically Neil Young recently said that he's going to take all of his music off of Spotify because of the fact that they are exclusively streaming a Joe Rogan's podcast in which he spews a lot of false information about um, the COVID vaccine Mm -hmm. and amongst other things that we don't like, but that's the, the center of this drama. And so, um, 
a lot of people are upset now because they are Spotify listeners who also like Neil Young. So that's difficult for them. But now other people who have their music on Spotify and have contracts with Spotify are also upset about this. So um, like the connection with uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle is that a few years ago, or in 2020, they signed a contract with Spotify with their, like they have a, they have their own like audio company. And so they are also like exclusively with Spotify and they're like, yeah, let me chime in. This is fucked up. Like they haven't threatened to part ways with Spotify, but they are not cool with Spotify. Like not necessarily encouraging, but like allowing Joe Rogan to like get away with all of this. Um, and then, yeah, Joni Mitchell is apparently taking her music off of Spotify too, because of it. So these it's... are, these are pretty <laughs> big names, legendary musicians. And of course my favorite couple, <laughs> Oh my goodness. Calling on Spotify to do something about it. And I don't think they are going to do anything no. about it. And then Joe Rogan's response was like awful. Awful. Yeah. Wait, let me let me um hold on. Let me find that. Well, okay. That While you me. look it up, I have things to say. Okay, so first yeah, of all, things. first of all, the group chat I had with Robin and Riley was popping off about this because Riley, <laughs> well, Riley's a bit of a hippie, and so she loves Neil Young and Jimmy Mitchell. Um <laughs> And she was like, oh, my God. In fact, I think she wore a Neil Young shirt and played Neil Young music the day that he like left Spotify. Did her music um, just cut off? <laughs> that would be funny. I don't think it did. But um, so that was a thing. But also I saw someone someone made a video about this on TikTok. And yeah, it's like these are legendary musicians, but it, it's kind of it kind of sucks because at the end of the day, like you're right. Spotify is they make less money for them than Joe Rogan say, does. They're probably going to so, make more money off of keeping Joe Rogan's bullshit podcast than yes. they are with some of these. Old yeah. So the video <laughs> I was watching was like, okay, but if someone like Taylor Swift said that, then Joe Rogan would be done. So it goes to right. show how much power some artists hold. And also I saw that on Apple music. Oh, they had a field day with this right on the front page. It was like, <laughs> The home of Stop Neil, it. the home no. of Joni. Yeah, I swear to God, I saw a screen grab of it. So good job, Apple Music's marketing I team. I love that for them. They were like, yeah. oh, we have to capitalize. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Joe Rogan's response is basically like, I don't hate vaccines. I say what I want to say and y'all don't like it. And it's like, shut up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I should have take said, the mic away. Take it I away. Should, I should have done the Evangeline Lily thing in a baby voice like that. <laughs> oh, sure. He's acting up again. She was just sitting here all nice because I grabbed her and I was like, sit down. And Ooh. then she got up again. <laughs> wow. I know. I'm very scary. This is me at 25, you guys. I immediately turned. Not scary. me at 25. Look at my bloody tattoo. It's so disgusting. <laughs> thank you for showing me we're kind of in the middle of something but thank you because i moved my arm then i saw it and i was like oh i've been wearing a sweater i've been wearing a sweater all day because i didn't want to look at it and then oh, oh my goodness okay thank you i see it okay um you have one story left and i actually don't know about this story so i'm curious for you to uh, report on it <laughs> okay okay um oh shit okay wait hold on um oh my goodness okay Okay. Okay. Hold on. Wait. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Wait. <laughs> I don't want to say it again, but I have to. 
Okay, so I want to talk about how the West Side Story cast has been responding to Angela Elgort's sexual assault allegations. So I, I feel like everybody knows at this point, right? Like, do I have to explain what 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 happened, or can I just like jump into it? For those who know, don't know, tell them. Okay, um, Angela Elgort allegedly sexually assaulted a seventeen-year-old. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what happened. Um, and like there was grooming allegedly. Yeah. They were like, he told her to like add him on Snapchat and they were friends. And she was, uh, I think the, the big thing is that she was a virgin and she didn't like want to have sex with him. And then he assaulted her. Mm. Um, yeah. So very gross. And this apparently all came out after he was cast uh, as Tony in West Side Story. So they did a lot of marketing and avoided using his name. And honestly, I think the reason why I didn't put the exact quotes in here is because that like the people that they talked to, it was like, it was um, Rachel Zegler, Rita, Rita Moreno and Ariana. Did I say Ariana? Ariana, Ariana DeBose. DeBose. Yeah, not Grande. No, no, no. no I, I know. But I mean, I was like, is her name Ariana? Yes, yes it is. <laughs> um, the people that they, like their quote, it was just kind of like, oh, we shouldn't take sides and um, only the people involved know what happened. And I was just like, really? That's I mean, it? That's a very like, that's the most neutral response you could give. Yeah, that's so weak. Oh my God. Oh. Get over here. Oh. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Sit down. You're being very naughty today. Very naughty. Okay. Did she just growl at you? A little grumble? I hope not. Uh, oh. She's whenever whenever Max grumbles at mom after she says something, she always says, don't call me a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so she. Because <laughs> like if she's like, if he she tries to come over so and like eat something funny. during dinner, she'll be like, Maxie, lay down. Then he'll be like, and she'll say, don't call me a bitch. I'm not a bitch. She is hilarious. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, anyway, um, so they're... Sorry about that. They're, oh my God, dude. <laughs> I can't, I can't live my life. Anyway, um, so those, that, the quotes were just the quotes. But if you see my little comment here on our document, I do. have you looked at, did you look at this tweet? Did I you look at not. it before? Okay, I'm I was hoping that now. your this would be your blind reaction. Okay, so it's going to okay. open to like a reply on a thread. So you have to click the link okay. and then scroll up. But basically, um, a few days ago, Rachel Zegler like posted some photos scroll from like the up? first. Yeah. Oh, yes. From like the first time they all watched West Side Story together. Uh -huh. And then she posted a picture and it had Ansel Elgort in the background of like the picture. And somebody like asked her to crop him out. And so <laughs> she did. <laughs> Yeah, I so love I mean, that. Like, yeah, the the quotes were just you know regular quotes, but the the subtle shade is there. <laughs> love her. Yeah. So, all that to say, um, I wish we could say more. Um, uh, you know, condemning sexual assault, but oh, okay. I thought you were going to stop it there. All that's to say, I wish we could say more. <laughs> like <laughs> what? <laughs> No, I wish I wish they could have said more to be like, yeah, that shit's fucked up. But I guess it's a tough they're in a tough position. But also it's like, OK, really? <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah, let's have some morals maybe and speak on them. That would be nice. But maybe we're asking too much of the Hollywood elite. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we are. But yeah, that's all I had for pop culture this week. It was kind of a slow week. I was was reaching you guys. I was reaching. No, that was a lot. You did a good job. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Uh, Okay, so it's media moment time, right? Yeah. didn't hear any of that, that was, um, you didn't no oh my god it's what happens when you back up from the why microphone why do i i'm sitting right here <laughs> my leg that i was oh i can hear that <laughs> got slap harder anyway that was my drum roll oh okay. thank you it's time for the media moment okay so it is my turn to go first what Okay. Yep. Um, and I'm actually talking about music this week. You what? Yeah, I know I talk about movies all the time, but I'm talking about music. Wait, this, week. this is so interesting. Yep, because okay, so it's a bit uh-huh. of a double feature. Um, so Charlie XCX, the queen herself, she finally dropped the single with Rina Sawayama called Beg for You. They released a minute-long snippet. Uh, like two weeks ago, and I've been listening to that on repeat. Stop then, <laughs> the minute long snippet. Uh, it, it the full song ended up being two minutes forty five seconds, so almost half the song they released. So you heard and half I, of it. Yeah, uh, but the f- full version dropped on Thursday. Love it. It's the third single from her upcoming Crash album. Hard to believe that's still <laughs> almost seven weeks away. Uh, I don't know why she announced she announced this back in October, I believe. The crash oh, album. Hell no. I would I don't have been know. so salty. Yeah, I don't know why she announced it so early, but it's really building hype. Um, and I've liked all three singles very much so far. Uh, and I think anyone who loves Charlie XCX probably also loves Rina Sawayama. And so to see them collaborate together was great. The music video is supposed to be coming very soon. Um, so yeah, love that song. <laughs> I am gay. And then the next <laughs> thing I'd like to talk about is do you know who pink panthers is no if you okay she has had a couple of songs go viral on tiktok um let me see if i could like play you a snippet actually and i bet you you would you would know what it is hold on i'm gonna wanna play you i'm pulling up on spotify i'm gonna play a quick snippet and you might know you might recognize this song okay Oh. Okay. Yeah, like okay. people were using that to like p- throw up picture. Anyway, um, so that's how I I was introduced to her a couple months ago. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I like the song, and yeah. that whole first album of hers, it's called "To Hell with It." Slaps. I love the album, and I don't know why I didn't talk about it when we were talking about our best of 2021 because I was listening to it a lot, like in yeah. November and December. Are you even a fan? All right. Well. Anyway, I've continued to listen to it, but on Friday, she dropped the remix album and it's the type of remix album I like where it's not just like, I, well, the word remix is evolving because I feel like it used to be like, let's just make everything dancey and -hmm. electronic, but I love a remix album that just changes the vibe of the song. Like obviously keeps bits of it new features new like verses yeah yeah that's why i love donna chromatica i love that remix album um because it did that like there were new verses uh 
completely change the vibe of some songs. And this is very similar. Um, and I very much enjoy this. And on a side note, I know some artists might be a little bit like uh, about this, but on this, it's the whole remix album and then the whole original album in one on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And I like that because I could just put the whole thing on shuffle. I know you're not yeah, a fan of that. On shuffle? But yes. Um, but I don't have to switch between the original and the remix. It's just intercut. And I like that. that. So nice. more artists should that do that. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just like her vibe. It's like it's like low-key hyper poppy. It's not anywhere near the levels of energy as like Charlie, but it's good. And I like her. And I think she's like 19. She's really young. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's my <laughs> that's my media moments. I guess I cheated a little bit, but yeah, whatever. You know you're cheating. I don't talk about music often. So I was like, oh, two pieces of music I really like. I should talk about them both. That's good. You should. Speaking of music. Yes. <laughs> so ironically enough, my media moment this week is not music. It is a movie that I about watched music. over the weekend. Um, It's not even about music. It's okay? a musical. It's not. I mean, it's okay. Here's no, we're not going to get into it. Which, by the way, Melanie, our loyal listener, my friend, Mel, we were texting uh, or Snapchatting last week. She snapped me when she was listening to our episode and she said, I'm team Ely on this musical debate. And I was like, hmm. gee, how surprising Thanks. the woman I've never met in person before. And has been your friend for years takes your side. Maybe I should pull some of my friends. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Nick probably would be on my side, right? Nick. Yeah. I think yeah. I just heard him. He said, yeah. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, uh, let me get to my media heard moment. Him? <laughs> Rude as fuck. <laughs> Um, my media moment is Encanto. I watched it this weekend with my friend Mireya and it was so lovely. And so it was so good. And y'all know, I don't like to watch new stuff, but I watched this and now I'm like, I'm, I would watch that again. <laughs> new comfort movie unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> that was me when I first saw to all the boys I've loved before. <laughs> oh my God. I watched that movie twice last week. That was me when um, I saw Paddington for the first time. Stop. And stop. Paddington too. New comfort movie. You need to watch them, bro. Anyway. I will not. Um, yeah, so this is a great movie. <laughs> Legitimately shocked that you just said that so okay, definitively. Can I, get, can I sorry. get my medium I'm so Jesus sorry. I will not say it's anything for the next 60 seconds. Not yet, but I won't say anything <laughs> for the next 60 seconds, I promise. Okay, so Encanto is really great. The music is so much fun. The animation is gorgeous. Like everybody looks so good. They're so cute and like just beautiful to look at. And it's very colorful. There's a lot of like, you know, y'all know how Disney do. They're really, they know how to do an animated movie. And this one is no exception. Plus, if you are a musical fan, um, all the music is written by Lin-Manuel Miranda and it's really great and catchy, of course, because we don't talk about Bruno has been on my cycle of repeats for the last two days. Um, again, every time I'm like not listening to music, I'll just be like, we don't talk about Bruno. And then I'm like, fine, I'll play it. And then I'll play it and I'll just be in my apartment like, mm, 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 mm. Are you trying to do so, that video of that man? Yes, that's how so that's how I dance because it's like seven <laughs> feet tall. Rats on his back. For it's once, so I'm not fucking singing. lit. 
not fucking lit. Oh my God. I love it. It's number one on the Hot 100, y'all. Okay. That's my media moment. <laughs> I'm so glad you enjoyed it. And to my knowledge, there's not colorism in that film either, unlike other Lynn Manuel projects. It's- <laughs> Yeah, no colorism, but both have Stephanie Beatrice. Um, she was in In the Heights. She wasn't in the Heights. She plays Carla, and she's in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh. Such range on that woman. Oh my gosh! And she's a really—I didn't even know she was like that good at singing, but she's really good. So yeah, wow. you should watch it. It's really cute, really fun, and it's a story about a Colombian family. Like you know, that's just great. I'll watch Encanto if you watch Paddington. No. <laughs> what is your beef with Paddington Bear? I will not. I just can't. I will not. I need at least one explanation. Because I just don't want to watch a movie about a talking bear. <laughs> I'm aghast right now. I'm sorry. I could point out so many movies. I'm that... sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm so offended. Whatever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you look at my tattoo again. Oh my God. Wait, on a side note, one of the funniest tweets I've ever seen in my life. So Paddington 3 is supposed to be coming out. No, not the third one. Yes, the third one. I'm so excited. Um, But anyway, sometime last year, some, I think it was like Hollywood Reporter, they tweeted out, Paddington starts shooting this week. And someone replied, (laughs) who gave that bear a gun? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love Paddington. Oh, oh, but Shuri hates Paddington too. Or maybe she's yeah. yelling at you for not liking Paddington for some Shuri, reason. do you like Paddington? Hmm? You like Paddington Bear? Yeah. I'm assuming she's saying yes. <sighs> anyway, um, do we have anything else to discuss? No, I think that was it. I, I guess we had like kind of a long intro, but I still feel like it's been less than an hour. It's been over an hour. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Like, mm, I simply don't believe it. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess this is the the timer on this starts when we start the Zoom call. So we did we did talk uh, okay. a little bit yeah. before mm-hmm. we were recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, there you go. Uh, but that being said, let's wrap it up. Also, I think we're not gonna like make a call yet, but we should, I think, tell the viewers that. We will be taking another break. Oh, yeah. But probably, we don't even know when we're taking the break. It's probably going to be at least for the entire month of March oh. because we're both moving in that span of time. And it would be really nice to not have to worry about the podcast during that time. So wow. just so you all know, we, you know, we, you probably have like four, five episodes left, but a break is coming. We deserve maybe, a break. Maybe we'll have a new feature after the break of some sort. Oh, you got ideas? Oh, I have an idea. Starts oh, with a P okay. and ends with an Atreon. Um, oh, God. <laughs> trying to get that Zoom fee covered. Anyway. Uh, As if so, you don't make any money. <laughs> Which I'll broke hey, my Hey, my rent's about to shoot up when I move. So that's true. Rip. <laughs> Every bit counts. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Have a good bye-bye. night. Bye-bye. Have a good Talk night. Talk to you later. Well, Aww, we'll be talking. You. You'll be sure you said it too. She did. <laughs> <laughs>